This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Use our speed. We're going to run Texas Power Force. What's wrong with y'all? Y'all play like some little girls. Y'all like y'all never played football before. Because of nothing. You hear me? They please just like we do. Yes, they sweat just like we do. Do you hear me? They went through two days. We went through two days in 110 degree heat. Yes, I want you to hit everything to move. If the ref gets in your way, you hit him. Okay, then let's play. But that team, that's two. They're against us too. This is our team. This is us. Let's go right now. Let's get it off now. Let's go. Use our speed. We're going to run Texas Tire Sports. What's wrong with y'all? I'm playing like some little girls. Got like that no. Live, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you are making a good one. We know that we are as well. It feels like a lot of a long time. I know that we went on Friday. I know I got a little heated at what happened to LSU Friday, but it's okay. We were off yesterday for the national championship Monday. And yes, the Alabama Crimson Tide came on, on top. We will talk about that because interesting enough. The Alabama Crimson Tide fans want to say that LSU in 2019 was not better than them in 2020. We will talk about that debate tonight right here live on AYS. If it's your first time joining Are You Serious Sports, like I said, my name is Blake Rafino, and we hope that you stick around with us. And don't forget to follow us on all of our social media platforms. Also, we're very thankful with all of our partners over at Believe Podcast that holds all of our audio, and all of our great sponsors. But we got a great show in store for you tonight. No guesting tonight. We will pick up the guesting back tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> and hopefully we'll have some LSU news, but it's not looking very promising that we will. Zach Arnett, the 
uh, Mississippi State defensive coordinator interviewed with the LSU Tigers today. What happened there? A lot of people were feeling good vibes. We're feeling good vibes. But he did interview. He's on his way back. Uh, left around 3.30 to go back to Starkville. What happened in that interview? What are we hearing? And where does LSU go from here? And we will get to your comments on that. Also, the Saints will play the, temp- the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers for the third time this season. What do we think about that going forward? But before we get that, let's get to our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons. GM Varno and Sons has faithfully been serving your Denver Springs and Baton Rouge area for over 62 years. With their highly trained technicians, there's absolutely nothing that they can't do. Big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, RV repair, routine maintenance, tire repair, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. And tell them Blake Rafino over at AYS sent you by. And for the AYS law firm, go over to the Drake Law Firm in downtown Ponchatoula for personal injury, criminal defense, real estate, and successions. There's nothing that they can't do for you. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. That's 985-386-7600. Or go see them over at 154 West Pine Street. Ponchatoula, Louisiana. Okay, I see all of the comments. I need to start doing the Ask Blake again. That really helps me out uh, from the beginning. Jamie Hodges says, love the movie. Yeah, I love Friday Night Lights. If you missed the opening, we did play some Friday Night Lights. Uh, Devin Stibes says, always tear it up with the Tim McGraw gives his son the state ring back. Yeah. Get you one of these. Okay, you get you one of these. Ting! Get you one of these. And clears his eyes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay, let's get into it. Everyone joining us. For, before I forget, before I forget, I know I put out a post today on Facebook and uh, Twitter. Everyone after the show, go subscribe to our YouTube channel, Are You Serious Sports? At the end of the month, we're going to be doing a $100 gift card giveaway. Um, so put your name in the drawing for that and, and look out for that in the beginning of February and then we'll draw the name. Um I saw a lot of people upset. Now, we found out yesterday and we confirmed yesterday that Mississippi State defensive coordinator Zach Barnett or Zach Arnett had accepted an interview with LSU. So he got in today, he went through the camp, he went to campus, he talked with Coach O, and the feeling started to be pretty good, right? Like a lot of people said, look, they're they're talking about buyout deals, they're talking about a lot of stuff. And then all of a sudden, right around 3:30-ish. 315, 330th, I got a text message saying, hey, just want to let you know that Zach Arnett's about to be on a plane back to Starkville. And I just simply replied, hey, you remember what happened the last time a guy got on a plane and went back home? It didn't bode so well. Actually, it happened last Friday. It happened last Friday with Marcus Freeman. But here's what I was told, that Coach O met with Zach Arnett. And they started going over defensive philosophies. They did an interview process. And apparently, it didn't go the way that Ed Orgeron intended it to. Now, that's not me saying that. That's what you're going to continue to hear, that it didn't go that well. And then, I don't know, about an hour ago, it was pretty much confirmed that Zach Arnett was out as defensive coordinator. Um. I don't know how to feel for that. A lot of people are saying, oh, well, now we're 0 for 2. We miss Marcus Freeman. We miss Zach Arnett. Quite honestly, you're 0 for 3, Jack. You're 0 for 3. Because let's not get this twisted. And please don't get this twisted. LSU wanted Marcus Freeman. LSU wanted Barry Odom. 
And LSU wanted Zach Arnett until they interviewed him. So LSU's over three in the guys that they want to go get. Now, okay, I'm going to get to a lot of your comments after this, but now where does LSU go from here? I was told, and I will continue to tell, the, the rumbling in Hammond, Louisiana, and the feeling and people that are chirping are saying that Pete Golding, the Alabama defensive coordinator, might be out and might want out from Alabama even though he won a national title last night. I mean, it was literally 24 hours ago, 24 hours ago, that the, the, the game kicked off. And the man looks to be out and looks like he wants to be out at Alabama. So what does that mean? Now, let's start off with Pete Golding because I know a lot of people don't like Pete Golding, nor do they want Pete Golding. The only thing I'm going to say, the only thing that I'm going to say is this, and it's going to come back to bite me in the ass, okay, in just a second, when I talk about the 2019 versus 2020 LSU Tigers versus the Clemson, uh, Alabama Crimson Tide. Guys, y'all realize that Alabama's defense only averaged, I say only, like it's a it's huge, but their defense only allowed, I should say, 19 points per game going into the game last night. 19 points per game. Well, Blake, it's Nick Saban. Well, did Saban give up the 40 points to Florida? Did, did Nick Saban give up the points to Lane Kiffin? Because what we can't do is if Pete Golding starts getting some interest here from LSU, what we can't do is say, well, that's Nick Saban, but when they're really dominating, but then, oh, uh, well, it's Pete Golding when they're getting their asses kicked. We can't do that. That's not how it works. Now, I am not saying for one iota that I believe that Pete Golding will, will be the guy, but there are some rumblings. He wants an L- interview with LSU. Now, Texas is in the mix. Texas likes Zach Arnett. They might go after Zach Arnett, but it not look, doesn't look so good. Maybe Pete Golding ends up in Texas. Who knows? I don't know that. But it looks like Bill O'Brien's going to be the next offensive coordinator at the University of Alabama. I should stop. I should stop. I'm going to get to the As Blakes in your comments. Hit us with the hashtag As Blake, and we'll get to those comments. But there is a guy in, in Tuscaloosa that I think is going to be really interesting to look out for. And a guy that I don't know if LSU doesn't need to go after right now. And I'm going to get crucified with this, but it's where we're at, right? Like, it's it's not my first pick. It's not, um, it's not a guy that was at the top of my list, but it's best available. Now, I don't know if Ed Orgeron wants to go into the NFL and if there's guys in the NFL that Ed Orgeron wants to target. I know of one. But I, I don't know if Ed Orgeron doesn't need to go out to Tuscaloosa and call a guy by the name of Charlie Strong. Look, we can say a lot about Charlie Strong and all the bad things that he did at Texas, all the bad things that he did at South Florida. We can, we can say all of that. But the man can coach a defense. The man can quite simply coach a defense. He needs to be on the phone. You need to pick up the phone. What's your boy say in Wolf of Wall Street? You, you want a new Ferrari? Pick up the phone and start dialing. You want a new watch? Your lady wants some new earrings and a new necklace. Pick up the phone and start dialing. Well, you better start picking up the phone because quite honestly, you're 0 for 3. I've given O a little slack here. I've given O a little slack, but he's going to have to go find his guy. 
All right, I see some Ask Blakes. Let's get to a couple of them. Um, Terry says, Ask Blake, who's next on the DC list? So we've gone on with Pete Golding and Charlie Strong, who I think will be in the mix. Also, I think Ryan Nielsen, the Saints defensive line coach, will be in the mix. I fully do. Everybody joining the show, I see that we have a big wave of new people joining the show. Do us a favor by hitting the like and share on Facebook, subscribing to us on YouTube, and hit that retweet button on Twitter. Uh, those seem to be the guy. Now, the uh, Reeves, I forget his first name. Somebody in the comments help me out. But Reeves is a guy from uh, UAB who's got a lot of interest. And I can't remember his first name off the top of my head. Um, so, Terry says, ask Blake, Charlie Strong. Yeah, I would go after Charlie Strong. Uh, it feels to me, now, I'm going to say, there is a little bit of sourcing on this one, but not not enough to say and hammer it home. Okay, like, not enough to hammer this point home, but stick with me here. It really feels in my gut to me. Now, I got a big old gut, so there's a lot of stuff in there. So it's a big, it's big up in there, a big old belly, like your boy from Alabama, the offensive guard from last night. My gut tells me that Ryan Nielsen might be Edward Ron's guy, whether he likes it, whether we like it or not. The thing that worries me for Ed Orgeron, if he goes and gets Ryan Nielsen, the defensive line coach from the Saints, you'll have your entire offensive staff and your entire defensive staff that have never called plays before. That worries me. I, like, not so much on the offensive side because I think that Jake Peets and DJ Mangus will do fine. It worries me if you fill your entire roster or entire coaching staff, not roster, with guys who've never called plays. That would worry me a little bit. And actually, it does. Uh, Chris Barnhill says, As Blake Bama fans told me today, he wants out for sure. Saban likes him, but he doesn't like Saban. Saban runs a 3-4. Bama wants to run a 4-2-5. That's not Saban defense. Yeah, Pete. But Pete's run a lot of three-man fronts. He ran a three-man front at Southeastern. Look, there's going to be... I would not be shocked if we found out tomorrow Pete Golden's out at D.C. at Alabama. And listen to me, Alabama fans, this is not on Pete Golding. (laughs) You want to put it on Pete Golding all you want. Sounds good to me. But if you're going to tell me a defensive coordinator is going to have 19 points per game put on him, yes, you have some teams that triculate or have uh, 40 points in a game. I get it. But dominating defenses are dead. Let me repeat what I just said. Dominating defenses. Teams like the 2011 LSU Fighting Tigers with that great defense. Uh, Barkevius Mingo, Sam Montgomery, Morris Claiborne, Ty Matthew, Brandon Taylor, Eric Reed. The list goes on and on and on. On and on and on. On the dominating defenses that they, that that are talented guys, I should say, that was on that defense. That defense is not going to happen in today's football anymore. So you need to put that in your ear and let it stick in there and stay a while because that part of football is over in the Power Five. If you meet a competent offense, they're going to put up 30-plus points on you. Bank on it. These nine to six games aren't going to happen anymore. So now you have a guy that is only producing or allowing a defense or allowing the offense, I should say, 19 points per game, and you don't want to give him a look? I'm not saying hire the man, but give him a look. I don't know, man. 
Uh, Zachary Payne says, what makes O, he says, ask Blake on Periscope, what makes O the authority of defensive scheme? He hired Bo Pelini out of semi-retirement. I mean, look, I've been reading uh, Ed's book by Bruce Feldman, Flip the Script. Ed Orgeron's been in this game for a long time. He's been on a lot of defensive staffs. Uh, to say the man doesn't know defense would be a little out there, right? I, I'm not going to say Ed Orgeron doesn't know defenses. I, I'm not going to say that at all because it, it, it feels to me that you coach that long at high-level defenses, USC, Miami, uh, Syracuse, actually, when he was there, their defense was their strong point. They didn't win a lot of games, but they had a really good uh, dominating defense. I mean, look, he's coached a lot of great guys, too, a lot of talent. You can't convince me that Ed Orgeron was in defensive meetings and he was asleep. And that man wasn't no asleep. Uh, Kevin asked, asked Blake, what is going on with Corey Raymond? He ain't going nowhere. Hey, look, in my opinion, um, and a little bit of sourcing, he leaked that to football scoot. He's been leaking that out. He wanted more money. They're after, Texas is after him. Yeah, for what? Well, you ain't going to take a D.C. job, and everyone's saying that um, he's going to take a, a D.C. job. I don't believe that. Uh, Paul Brown says, ask Blake on Facebook Live, what about Northwestern's D.C.? Yeah, you can definitely go look at him. Look, go look at everybody. But with all due respect to what's going on here, you knew around the Alabama game that Bo Pelini wanted out, and that's fine. It's fine with me. You wanted to buy him out anyway? Okay, go. Do it. But, man, when's the last time we played a game, you would have thought that they would have had some guy, more guys lined up. And, look, I get you wanted to wait for Marcus Freeman, but, damn. Your players are back. Look, in the in the edits, when you look up top on what we're talking about tonight, I didn't even talk about Austin Deculus coming back. Now you have both offense and defensive lines. I get about Dare Rosenthal. I get that. I think he's coming back. I think. I don't, I, I don't know. But I'm pretty sure he's coming back. Man, come on, bro. Come on. Burt says on Facebook Live, ask Blake, any NFL defensive coordinators interested in coming down to LSU? I don't know that, Bert, because no real name has come up. I'm sure there's got to be a couple that would that would look at it. I mean, Ed's done that before, and it wouldn't surprise me one bit, one iota, if Ed Orgeron were to do that again. My, again, my gut is telling me that Ryan Nielsen feels to be Ed Orgeron's guy, but from a publicity standpoint, if I come on this show and I say, hey, we have two coordinators that have never called plays before at LSU. You're going to start panicking. I know I know this fan base. You're going to start panicking. <laughs> Adam Parr says, uh, big Alabama fan, says, I agree. Give him a look. But look, Adam, all I'm going to say is this. Be careful what you wish for because it can always get worse. And look, I know it's different because you have saving. But it could always get worse. 19 points per game. 19 points per game. I thought that Nick Saban was a defensive mastermind. Look, he's a fantastic coach. The GOAT. But at the end of the day, you can't put all that on Pete Golding. 
Michael Ray says, ask Blake, O seems to not be as bullheaded on forcing the full three and willing to settle for multiple defense, according to his interview on Off the Bench this morning. Do you think that was a problem with the D last year, forcing a 4-3? Michael, that is a fantastic question. Um, <laughs> I don't think it was. I don't think that. I don't think Ed walked in to Bo's office in the beginning of the season and said, don't be multiple. Don't run a three-man front. I don't think he did that. I think Ed is okay with being multiple. What I do, what I do think Ed wants is he wants he w- basically what Ed Orgeron wants to run is Brent Venable's defense. That's a, the exact defense he wants to run. Kevin Steele's defense, and they're they're all multiple. They're all multiple. Roach's lawn care and landscape service, Ricky Roach, Richie Roach says, "Ask Blake, would you prefer?" Raymond or Nelson? If you're talking about for DC, I don't know if I wouldn't prefer Ryan Nelson um, because I don't think Corey has the energy nor the want to to be a defensive coordinator. RC on Periscope says the only turnoff to Charlie Strong is that he didn't coach a D with a high tempo offense. RC... You have a good point there, but he was in a league with a lot of... He was in the Big 12 with a lot of up-tempo offenses. But I agree. I get what you said there. Brian says, as Blake, David Reeves for DC. Yeah, that's a guy out of UAB. Possibly. I, I mean, he's got a lot of smoke behind his name, but it's interesting. He hasn't come up once. <laughs> I, why, I don't know. Uh, Glenn Schumann, I don't know how to say this person's name on Periscope. It says Glenn Schumann for, from Georgia. Could be, but he's a co-defensive coordinator. I don't know if he's leaving Kirby. Craig Schilling says, sources in the AYS sports chat saying his first name is Dave confirmed. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. Because, you know, they... Um, people like to People like to throw stuff out there, and when it's wrong... And they're wrong. They don't like to say anything. But um, when somebody else has great sourcing and it just doesn't work out that way, they pile on other people. And to think that you're on a a, a podcast. Never mind. I'm going to stop that one. Because I don't care anymore. It's 2021. Let's move forward. Lee, Lane, this is a lot on, on, on Facebook Live. A lot. But he says, as Blake, there's no more quote-unquote home run hires for DC out there. Now you're going for a diamond in the rough, it seems like, unless you've got a strong or someone like that. But it bothers me that we're not getting the home run higher. Seems like all the pieces are in place. What top contender wouldn't want that? Um, hmm. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not sure, but... Here's something that I, I really have always wanted to say, and I didn't want to say it on the show. I, I'm pausing because I'm cautious to say it. Like, I'm really, really cautious to say it. But we got to stop saying diamond in the rough Joe Brady. There's only one man on this earth that is Joe Brady, and you want to know who that is? Joe Brady. Now, are there other people like him? Sure. 
Absolutely. But <laughs> there's a reason that they call it diamond in the rough. Because you got to go through a lot of rough stuff to find that diamond. I would rather not go through the rough. Personally, not defensively, I wouldn't. Okay, well, I'll put this up there. Um, Ask Blake, Lon Sullivan and Blake said, Zach Arnett was in Baton Rouge today. I'm selling my house and betting he wasn't there. I bet you my house and my entire life savings that he was in Baton Rouge today because guess what? They confirmed it. Not only did they confirm it, Ed Orsron, who uh, is really close with Bruce Feldman, Bruce Feldman came out and reported he was there. Now, I don't know what Lon said today. And I don't care. This is the trolling I be talking about, y'all. See? Mm-hmm. But hey, look, you know what? I'm going to... Uh, look, you're going to throw it out there. I'm, we're going to talk about it. Uh, Cody Eads says, As like National Signing Day is around the corner and 2022 recruiting depending on the D.C. hire. Yeah. <laughs> look, Cody, I'm with you, brother. I, I, I'm with you. I mean, I. <laughs> uh, Arc Lady says 19, or Arc Lady 1908 on Periscope says, we only played 4 3, 16% of the time last year. That is true. Uh, mostly 4 2 5. Yeah, I mean, but you got to be multiple. Uh, Stephen Miller says, Lane, that's a great point. So where did I, where did I miss? Okay, so here's Lane. Oh, yeah, there it is. I forgot what Lane said. Philip Phillips says, as Blake, Pete or Strong from Bama, your preference? Oof. If I had to pick between the two, um, a guy that's called offenses more recent or defenses more recently, I'd probably take him. But I really like Charlie Strong. Uh, that's a listen to my dog. My dog likes Charlie Strong. Aaron Adams Jr. says, great question, but we really don't know. It always looks that way. Yeah, it does. Aaron McCauley, what's up, Aaron? He says, ask Blake, do you think we should hire a young gun that has a lot more to prove? It seems the uh, DCs and former head coaches seem like settling and moving more towards what we ended up with Pelini. You know, Aaron, that's very interesting. Um, <clears throat> Bill O'Brien just got fired from the Texans. <clears throat> Steve Sarkeesian got fired from USC. Lane Kiffin was at rock bottom. Uh, and it seems that they went to Alabama and did okay. Uh, I'm not going to blame all former head coaches that are good coaches because of what happened with Bo Pelini. And I really wish my dog would stop barking. But she's a dachshund and she loves to bark. Uh, Kevin says, Pete Golding make it happen. We'll see. Um, I want to get into this debate. I really want to get into this debate. Um, let's do this. Let's get to a break and let's get into this debate too. Because we're talking a lot about the... We'll talk about the DC and we'll talk about this debate. But let's play some bills around this thing. And none good, none better than my good fr- Mr. friends, Mr. John Patton over at Area Home Lending. Guys, if you're thinking about buying a new home, saving money on a mortgage that you have now, or even doing that cash out refi, the timing has never been better. 
Get in touch with Mr. John Patton from Area Home Lending today. Just give him a call at 225-663-2500 or go to areahomelending.com and fill out the application. That's areahomelending.com. And if you tell John that Blake Rafino sent you by, he will send his team out for a free appraisal. 225-663-2500. Tell him Blake Rafino sent you. And also, our advisor over at AYS, Mr. Mike Bazile. Oh, there it is. Mr. Mike Bazile. Guys, this dude's crushing it for us. He's crushing it for me and Megan. If you live for it, you better plan for it. You have a family, you have a small business. Call Mike Bazile today at 504-343-1576. That's 504-343-1576. Tell him Blake sent you by. I saw some questions up here, and I'm about to get into this debate. Um, Jamie Hodges says, ask Blake, is LSU out on Odom? Yes. At least right now they are. I've told you from the very beginning that coaching searches are always very fluid. Um, but he turned down Texas, and it looks like he turned down LSU. So, yes. Uh, I like Barry Odom a lot, but it looked like he's not going anywhere. And why would he? Because money's not really a factor for him right now. Getting paid 2.5 from, from Missouri not to coach, not to be their head coach, and getting paid another million-something-plus to be the D.C. at Arkansas and probably wants to build something up there. So, power to him. He's still going to get his ass beat. <laughs> Don't bother me none. Uh, Blaine says, ask Blake, this is what happens when your head coach is totally dependent on his coordinators. It's a good point. It's a good point. Very, very good point. Hmm. <laughs> Zach says, ask Blake any word on a defensive line coach. No, I think that they're fully gearing on the simple fact of going and getting a D.C. before they make position coaching hires. Um, They are collaborating with people and talking to people, uh, but we'll we'll see there. Um, A debate I want to get into right now. I'm not sure if you guys saw this on Twitter today. LSU. 2019 versus Alabama 2020. I saw a lot of people talking about this. Well, and you we remember a year ago today, LSU is the best team of all time. 15 and 0. Joe Burrow, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Terrace Marshall, the best offensive line in the country. Calavon Chasson, Rashard Lawrence, Tyler Shelvin. I mean Patrick Queen, Derek Stingley, Grant Delpit, Christian Fulton. The list. Goes on and on and on. Joe Brady, Dave Aranda. Beating seven top ten teams. Four top five teams. And college football record. Without a loss. Alabama fans, if you're an Alabama fan, you're about to get pissed off. It's okay. The SEC was down this year. LSU was down. Auburn was down. A lot of teams were down. You didn't face the competition that LSU did last year. You didn't go through a 15-0 season. Now, I get that you went through COVID. But let me tell you this right now. And right out the bat. Well, Blake, you want to talk about a debate? You want to talk about a debate? Joe Burrow, case closed. Mac Jones is not Joe Burrow. Now, I'll grant it, you got a lot of great players. Devontae Smith, Najee Harris, I get it. But LSU was absolutely stacked. 
absolutely stacked. Stop with that. And to the Alabama fan today that I saw, and it was multiple of them, saying the, saying this, I'm quoting here, well, if, if we weren't hurt in 2019, I should do a country voice, huh? Well, if we're not hurt in 2019, boy, we're going to beat you. Two attack by Lois going to run throw that ball all over the place. Look at two. I am so sick of people saying what ifs. What ifs don't mean nothing. Well, if we weren't hurt, but you were. And we went to Tuscaloosa and put the smack it down on your candy ass. I've asked every Alabama fan. I have asked every Alabama fan that I know of and said, quite simply, do you think last year's offense is better than this year's offense for your team? And nobody would say anything. So stop. LSU only gave up 40 points once, and that was to you. They didn't get 40 points put up against Florida. They didn't get 40 points put up against... Their worst defensive game was Ole Miss, and Ole Miss still couldn't score 40 points. Stop. You're embarrassing yourselves. Oh, and by the way, if you're going to say the woulda, coulda, shouldas, you better, you better be able to take if LSU says the woulda, coulda, shouldas too. What if Nick Saban wasn't making out with a girl underneath the bleachers in 2014 and is forced by his wife to go to Miami? Oh, you didn't know that one, did you? We can play this what-if game all day long. Stop with that, man. All right, let's get to a couple of these. Uh, DeAndre says, ask Blake Will Muschamp. Man, I don't want Will Muschamp. Um You know, it's funny because we talk about Pete Golding and everybody puts the negative stuff on Pete and all the success on Nick. But the problem with that is, is that it's never just the one guy. LSU hung 52, 52 on South Carolina this year. And he's a Bo Pelini type coach. Get in your face. I'm going to yell at you. Seems like the the boys didn't really uh, get behind that one, did they? Philip Phillips says, "Ask Blake, how can you claim to be the best team ever and never play in a real hostile environment and places LSU won a year ago make it that much better?" That's a good point, Philip. That I have not thought about. That's a really good point that I've not th- thought about. I guess that you could flip it on. They would flip it by saying that, well, LSU didn't have to go through COVID, which they didn't. Jacob Cole, what's up, Jacob? He says, I don't mind the comparisons. When you're the GOAT, you become the standard for comparisons. That is very true. Very, very true. But stop. (laughs) That gets on my nerves. What really gets on my nerves most, Jacob, is the woulda, coulda, shouldas. Chris Barnhill says the Gumps stay mess are ticked off. They do. They do. Chap Happy says it's not even close. I agree. Jacob again says LSU accomplished more versus better competition in more hostile environments. It's 
Absolutely. Uh, Jeremy Marshall on Facebook Live says, Ask Blake, why isn't LSU talking about UAB's David Reeves as DC? Something I'm missing? I No, they, uh, Jeremy, there's nothing you're missing. His name just hasn't come up, but it better. <laughs> Adam Parr. A- Adam, I love you. Like, Adam, I love you to death. My cousin, he's a big Alabama fan. Beautiful family. Beautiful wife. I love you to death. <laughs> but come on, bro. I love I, really. I love you to death. But Joe Burrow, Mac Jones, come on, man. Come on, man. They trying to say that Joe Burrow and Mac Jones should be in the same stratosphere. <laughs> How dumb is that, bro? Joe Burrow accumulated 65 touchdowns. And y'all want to say, man, but what does Mac Jones do better or not do as good as Joe Burrow? (laughs) Everything. He's got a better arm. He's more athletic. He's bigger, stronger, faster. He probably's got a better looking girlfriend than you do. I mean, come on, man. Yikes. Robert Laws says, ask Blake, two questions. Number one, why do you think we are missing on DP positions with proven DCs? Um, hmm. I want to be calculated with this one, Robert, because I don't want to overstep an opinion because it's something I haven't thought about. I've thought about it, but not deeply enough. Maybe... They weren't the right fits. And, and and I don't mean that. Look, if Marcus Freeman wants to go to Notre Dame, great. But I feel like you should have felt that out before he came here. Uh, Barry Odom just turned down Texas. You shouldn't have put the energy that you thought you were going to have to put into Barry Odom. Um, Zach Arnett has a $2 million buyout. I feel like that LSU would have done it. But I'm pretty sure that LSU didn't even offer the man. I mean, look, I have two sources that told me that they didn't even offer him and another source that said that, that he uh, it's all, it's locked down, he's coming. Obviously, the one source was not right and the two sources were that he didn't even get offered and he had a horrible interview. You want to be in this game, you better be able to sift through the bullshit sometimes because it's difficult, believe me. Uh, Neil says, ask Blake, you're funny, love the show. Thanks, Neil. I appreciate that, man. Look, we don't try to. We, 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 I love to be serious. This is Are You Serious Sports? I love to be serious. Uh, but you got to learn how to have a good time, too, man. <laughs> Adam Parr says, I'm not laughing at 2019 LSU being better. I'm laughing at people saying Mac Jones is a game changer. That's coming from an Alabama fan. Dude, they're all over Twitter saying Mac Jones is equivalent to Joe Burrow. <laughs> Might be the best joke of the season, of the year. Uh, Jamar says, ask Blake, Stingley and Ricks, best cornerback duo in college football, question mark, if they stay healthy. Yep, if they stay healthy. If they can stay healthy, absolutely. Absolutely he could. Oh, uh, they could. I mean, look, <laughs> the, the crazy thing is, is some people thought um, the times that they did play healthy that they were the best. And they were still somewhat nicked up. But they have the potential 
LSU is going to be loaded next year, man. I don't think people fully understand the culture changer that Ed or Look, we got to give him credit here that Ed Orgeron's doing right now. Even from Nick Saban, for the last 20 years, Ed Ingram left. Austin, well, Austin Deckius would have had to leave. Um, but you get what I'm saying. Guys would have left. Uh, Robert says, ask Blake my second question. Yeah, we saw you first one. He says, second question, what does it say for all the players coming back on our coaching and program? It means that Ed Orgeron is changing the philosophy and the culture that he wants built. Alabama was so dominant, and I won't be convinced otherwise, because they had a Devontae uh, Smith that came back. They had an Alex Leatherwood that uh, that came back. Dickerson, the center, that came back. They had a lot of – Dylan Moses came back. Didn't have to. Uh, but Dylan Moses came back. I I don't want to hear about Dylan Moses. <laughs> I'm I'm tired of that train. But he came back is what I'm saying. So when you have a lot of guys that come back on your on your team, especially experienced guys, you can expect to be really good. I saw something about JJ McKernan. <laughs> Stephen Miller says JJ McKernan. Could have played quarterback behind that Bama line. Now that is where things got dip, get different. That, in my opinion, in my opinion, this is the best offensive line we've ever seen. I don't. And look, I get it's Bama. Like I get all that. We don't like them. I don't like them. I get that. I'm with you, 100. Always behind you. But I know what I'm saying, especially a position that I played my whole life. Pee Wee, junior high, high school, college. That offensive line is was dominant, man. Dominant. There was no stopping them. Versus he says, ask Blake, what are your thoughts on LSU way too early 2021 ranking? Well, considering the fact that you called me out earlier saying that if I said it, then it can't be happening. I would feel that this is a setup question, so I'm going to say it's none. No, I'm just joking. I'm going to be nice to everybody. Um, I would put them within the 18 to 25 mark, top 18 to 25. See, you like to poo-poo on me. I'm not going to poo-poo on you. But I'm glad. Here's what I am glad. Look, let me tell you what I am glad of. I'm glad that this individual came on the show and said it. I'm glad of that. Uh, Chap Happy says, I don't believe Arnett was offered by LSU. No, I don't think he was either. It doesn't, at least two people told me that he wasn't. So, it's always that one guy, that one source that you're pretty close to, and when he's right, he's right. When he's wrong, he's wrong. Um, look, he can be, is he can tell you the sky's blue, and it is blue. And he's going to say, but look, in 13 minutes, and 27 seconds is going to turn purple, and you're like, yeah, whatever. And it turned 13 minutes and 27 seconds, that thing turns purple, and sometimes it doesn't. It's how it works. BDJ says Rammy. Yeah, you're dang right. Carl Dunn, what's up, Carl? Me and Carl been chit-chatting a lot. What's up, Carl? Carl's a good dude, man. Y'all need to go follow him on Twitter. Uh, Carl, I'm, I'm, uh, unlike your Twitter. He says, ask Blake, who's really gonna who is really doing the interviews for DC, Woodward or Committee? <laughs> Carl, that's a five point two million dollar question. 
Fantastic question, my friend. Fantastic. Feels like that building's a little uh, divided, doesn't it? James Reed says, "As Blake on Facebook Live, if Max, if Mac is supposed to be as good as Burrow, then why is there no talk of Mac going number one overall in the draft?" Good question. Good question. All right, let's get a couple more of these. I might do the Saints stuff tomorrow. I always put the Saints stuff on on our first show of the week. I never get to them. Because there's so much LSU stuff to talk about. And I, so much. Garrett says, ask Blake, who, in your opinion, are the best remaining D.C. candidates? <sighs> I like Reeves at UAB. Um, I think that Todd Grantham at Florida, stay with me here, got a bad rap. But I don't know if he's remaining. It looks like he's going to stay. Kevin Steele's off the board. Uh, Jeremy Pruitt might get fired. Uh, so I think he would go to Bama. I think Pete Golding's out, so he's up there. Charlie Strong's up there. Um, there's not a lot of big-name hires. There's a lot of guys that haven't been really tested in a, in a big Power 5 conference like the SEC. Um, and then you got your NFL guys. You have your NFL guys that could come in. So... There's always great guys that are out there. You just got to go get them. Um, I don't want to start throwing names all across the board because it always gets misconstrued of what I'm saying when names start flying around the board. Brandon uh, Brandon Reese on YouTube says, Ask Blake, how many wins will Coach O have to get in 2021 to be considered a good season? I think going 10-2 and two would be a bounce-back year. Yeah, 10-2, and 9-3. Ten and two, nine and three, and those two or three losses just have to be close. I mean, don't get blown out. Don't get blown out by Bama. That's it, pretty much. Um, but the truth of it is, and what I want to say is that you need to go eleven and one, uh, eleven and two. Uh, but I don't know if he's going to do that. I don't know if they're going to do that. I think that they have the ability. Do they have the coaching and the team? Neil says, ask Blake. With the four teams in the playoffs, they all had several seniors that came back. We need the seniors to compete for Natties. You're 100% too, Neil. And, Neil, what's interesting about all of this is if you look at the teams, all the teams that have made the playoffs, they had a lot of juniors and seniors that start that are starting and that have had a lot of playing time. All of them have a lot of seniors. Mickey says, ask Blake anything new on Eric Gilbert. Yeah, it feels like he's out. It feels like he's out. Uh, Dutch on Periscope says, Ask Blake, Tim Lukapu. I don't know how to say his last uh, name. I don't know. His name hasn't popped up either. I, I'm going to tell you, to date, it feels like Ron Nielsen is Ed Orgeron's guy. But it, it really worries me a little bit. Well, let's back up. Marcus Freeman was his guy. He struck out. It's okay. It happens. Joey Green says, Golding run a, run a pretty decent defense. I think so. Like, personally, I think so. Um, that's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Because it seems like Pete wants out. And look, Saban wants him out. Sounds great. Bye-bye. Robbie says, ask Blake, which recruit from the recent signing class do you think will have an immediate impact? Um, Navin Tink Strong, the uh, linebacker from JUCO, 
I think could come in right away and play for you. Um, if we do find somebody that likes to run a three-three-five multiple, Sage Ryan and Derek uh, Davis better be ready to go. They better be ready to go. W Mo on Periscope says, "Ask Blake. I think Lovey Smith would be a great hire as DC." Mm-hmm. Maybe. All right, guys, we're going to get on out of here. My name is Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. It was great to be back with you. Don't forget to go to YouTube and subscribe and put your name in the $100 gift card giveaway. But until then, we will see you tomorrow. We'll be guessing up for the rest of the week. We'll be covering all of the LSU DC news, and we'll be talking some Saints tomorrow as well. But until then, y'all have a good night. Peace out. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.